Hello and welcome to CSM Toolbox, the micro-podcast dedicated to enhance your customer success journey. My name is Isabel Ruiz and I'm your host. Join me and let's see what's in that toolbox. In today's episode, we'll talk about email communication. When it comes to emails, have you thought about how our customers' inbox might look like? We are not their only vendor. Think of your product teams asking them for feedback, MPS surveys sent by either marketing or support, account managers, and then us, all of us, requesting time to schedule a meeting, their next QBR, attend our next webinar, the list goes on. And don't get me wrong, email is a great tool. Email gurus like Anne Hanley, Emily Maguire, or Joanna Weep can tell us all about it. According to HubSpot, there are 3.9 billion daily email users. 35% of marketers send their customers 3 to 5 emails per week. And we might not be commuting as much as before, but 35% of business professionals check their email on their mobile device. So we need to keep our message concise and still informative. Email is not dead, and there are a lot of advantages to it. While reading Anne Hanley's book, Everyone Writes, she talks about how many marketers still treat email as a broadcast tactic by using the term blast to describe an email campaign or not segmenting and testing different approaches to see what works. The same applies to us. First segment and test. When you are messaging a customer, add a call to action. Believe it or not, we like to be given instructions. We like to know what to do next. Think of when you sign up to a newsletter or to a webinar. We just want simple instructions to follow. A frictionless call to action is just as important as the call to action itself. When an email includes your first name in the subject line, you feel more inclined to open it. Inboxes are crowded places with limited real estate. Marketers have increasingly embraced emojis, especially since they are an easy and expressive way to stand out. Engagement is everything in email marketing, and we can actually benefit from these reactions and engagement too. And just in the same way as you shouldn't write your subject line in all caps or include excessive punctuation, you also shouldn't include too many emojis. If you're able to leverage your company's engagement platforms such as Marketo, MailChimp, or HubSpot, you can make your emails more personal. Other benefits of emojis in subject lines are save space. There is an increased number of email opens on mobile devices. If you want your entire subject line to fit on a mobile device, you have about 30 to 40 characters to use. An emoji can save space. You can say a lot with an emoji, and it only takes up one character. You can convey an emotion. Sometimes words can, can't always convey emotion, but an emoji can. And Stand out in a crowded inbox. Emojis are hard for everyone, I'll give you that. But we see the situation daily. Inboxes are increasingly full. 
making it an ongoing effort for our emails. And before you jump ahead to celebrate World Emoji Day, figure out what works for your customer base. Consider the tone and demographics. If your customer is a mature enterprise, ask yourself if quirky symbols or smiley faces will fit the conversation. My top three emojis to use are bar charts, rocket, and calendar. You might see that from my LinkedIn posts. The best practices for emojis in subject lines are understand your audience, don't overdo it, and remember to test. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I would like to hear from you. Connect with me on LinkedIn and Twitter and tell me about which tools are you currently implementing to your CS strategy with the hashtag CSMToolbox. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That's all for today and see you next time.